Hey, good morning. Happy Sunday, everybody. Doing a little bit of a Falcon cast special today because uh, we're going to talk about the college football playoff and we're going to talk about the fact that the University of Houston has a new football coach. Now, we, we will revisit all this tomorrow uh, with the regular Falcon cast, which will be live at Midtown Bar and Grill. Uh, on West Gray, 415 West Gray. If you guys aren't doing anything, please swing by, uh, help support one of our big new sponsors. Uh, and we will be there. Uh, welcome in Chuck D. This is, uh, you know, I, I just kind of wanted to weigh in on, on both these things because, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there, oh, Florida State, unbeaten Power 5 team. Uh, that's one of those you know, a lot of the talking heads, man, this is one of those media things where, uh, oh, it's power five, it's power five. Well, they're not all created equal. And uh, the ACC just wasn't that great. They lost their quarterback. I think the committee got the four best teams. And I'm not going to be shocked. I do feel bad for Florida State, Chuck. I do. Uh, because, you know, they did everything they were asked to do. They lost their quarterback. What are you going to do? And uh, I think... The, uh, uh, the, I think that Michigan, Alabama, Washington, Texas, how about this? I think we might see an Alabama, Texas rematch here. Uh, I think Michigan clearly had the best resume and, you know, it's funny because next year when we have 12 teams, we won't be having this debate. Um, but if, even if we had six this year, I think there would have been a debate because you would have had to have thrown Ohio state into that mix with Georgia. Uh, their only loss was the number one team. And look, Georgia's a really good team. I mean, they, they've won 29 out of 30. Hard to beat. Uh, but when you look at it, I think what Michigan accomplished, and, and the fact that they never really were in danger this year, and with Harbaugh being gone for six games, uh, they, they deserve to be number one. Washington uh, had, you know, the second half of the season, if you look at it, you're like, ah. I don't know, man. And everybody thought that uh, Oregon was better, right? That's why Washington was a nine and a half point favorite. And if you listen to AJ and myself on Thursday, we both like Washington to cover. Uh, I, I didn't know that they would win, but they played a great game against an Oregon team that's as good as any of these teams we're talking about. So uh, I think one and two are, are right. I think Texas deserved to be number three. And not just because they went in and beat Alabama. I always look at quality of losses, right? And the loss to Oklahoma was a game that Texas outplayed them. Texas was a better team that day. They had some untimely turnovers. They had the, the fourth down play that didn't work. All those things went wrong. The rest of the year, I mean, nobody came close. I mean, my beloved Cougars gave them a little bit of a scare. But otherwise, uh, you know, and Kansas State went to overtime. But Kansas State's a really good team. Uh, so Texas deserves to be where they are. And I think what Alabama's done since the Texas game, although I'll throw this out there, if not for the uh, 34th and 31 against Auburn, we're not having this conversation. Because even if they had come back and beat Georgia the next week, they're not in with two losses. So, you know, things tend to play out in this playoff the way they're supposed to. Uh, this is a year where I think there, there was some legitimate debate and they were talking about this on the selection show. You got to go back to when it was Ohio state TCU or Baylor. And you don't know if they got the right team, but Ohio state did go on to win that championship. So in this case, I, if I were picking 
this is the four teams I would have taken. And not because, because I think, and, and you know, I have a gambler's mentality, just like a lot of you do. I think Alabama would, would be a 10 point favorite over Florida state right now. And, you know, I, I do think that, uh, they're going to give Michigan all they want. And I'm, I'm sure we'll have the odds here in a minute, you know, the early odds. But uh, I, I really believe that in this case, the committee got it right. I'm, I'm glad to see the Longhorns in. You know, I'm not a Longhorn honk or anything, but I do like that program. And I, I like what Sark's done. And, man, they were so, so good all year long. And, um, yeah, it's, it, it's going to be a really um, – it, it, to me, I think it's it's going to be a great playoff. Not going to lie, a little bit depressed today because college football is essentially over, except for the playoff. And you know we'll have some decent bowl games, but man, I got so spoiled by that fifty-two days straight of football and stupid Tuesday night conference USA uh, and Maction and Wednesday and all that stuff. Uh, so. Today's a little bit of a depressing day. It's like the championship weekend in the NFL when I know there's only one meaningful game left. But I, I do think that, you know, that there's a lot of debate that was going on before this. And it, it's funny because I think there was just a lot of, oh, no, it has to be a 13-0 Power 5 team. Uh, no, uh, I think it has to be – it just comes down. Do you want the four best teams or do you just want the undefeated teams? And the ACC has not been good this year. It's uh, it, it, that's no knock on Florida State. And yes, they did beat LSU earlier in the year, but so did Alabama. Uh, and you know, Alabama has the best win on anybody's resume. Going in and beating Georgia yesterday, that one is better than anybody else did. And the second best win on the whole thing is probably Texas over Alabama. And then third best, I would say, was Michigan over Ohio State. And then Washington over Oregon. So it's, uh, it's one of those things where I was not surprised to see it play out the way it did. And I know a lot of people who just hate the SEC. It's like, oh, man, the SEC is going to get left out this year. It's like, nah, it really isn't. Uh, I, I think the way Alabama won uh, and the way they're playing, man, this is a scary team. And Alabama-Michigan is going to be a hell of a game. I really like the Horns to beat Washington. Uh, and I, I just think that you probably had six teams that could win it. I think a, a healthy uh, Georgia could have won the thing. I think Ohio State could have won the thing. Uh, I don't think Florida State had any chance. Uh, even if they had their quarterback and they weren't down to – and they'll be on a backup in the next game. And by the way, you want to talk about an instant bet against whatever bowl game they're in betting against Florida State. When you get, when you have a team that thought it was playing for a national championship that winds up in a New Year's Six, and then you'll get some other team that just feels lucky to be there, you're like a Mississippi or somebody like that, uh, Florida State will be a bet, a bet against. The other thing that they won't do until later is which of the group of six teams gets the New Year's Day bowl bid. I think it's got to be SMU. I know Liberty was unbeaten. SMU is a good football team. And I know they're going to sort of be in the ACC next year. I mean, they're not getting paid for it. Uh, so they'll move up. But I, I, I think that's the other decision that will be interesting. And we'll see how that plays out. All right. On to the University of Houston, which is uh, 
Uh, check said, I'm taking a small bet on Denver today. What do you think, Fred? I use Denver in my uh, contest pool. Uh, I, I, I like the Broncos to cover today. Now, it's a, kind of a weird pool because I got the early line, which was three and a half. So I think they cover that. But um, I think it's a game the Texans should win. But I do think Denver is, is going to cover, and I'm not going to be shocked if Denver wins. Denver's been uglying it up now for a while. Denver is like a sexy version of Iowa uh, where they just uh, mess things up, right? And they make things hard for you. And I think if the defense comes out and plays the way it does, then CJ and the gang are going to have a little bit of trouble. He also said, he also teased him with Arizona. I like Arizona today too. I think Tiny Kyler has a big game. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, I might sprinkle a little money line on Arizona because I, I like that team a lot today. So, um, yeah, so getting back to University of Houston, Willie Fritz, new head coach uh, from Tulane. I, I like this hire a lot. I mean, there's some other stuff that I need to see. Like, I want to see who the offensive coordinator is. Uh, I like Willie's offense, but, you know me, I'm a old-school run-and-shoot, air-raid, open-things-up guy. Uh, and, and in the Big 12, I think you need that. But I think Willie's a smart coach. My, my only concern is, you know, in eight years at Tulane, it took him, you know, basically five to uh, uh, to get to where they were the team they became. I, I'm too old to wait five years for UH to do that. I hope it doesn't take that long uh, because I think that, uh, but I think he's a right hire. Uh, I think he'll come in and a lot of, they win a lot of close games, which UH didn't. And I, I, I think the, with any coach in the Big 12 in Texas, you better have uh, some ties to the state. And what I like about Willie is he had uh, he, he was at Sam Houston State for three years, got him to the championship game twice, so he knows the area, he knows how to recruit here. And I think – and he's been very successful at a school. Now, I know a lot of people say, oh, well, it's hard to win at Tulane. Well, Tulane's had some great teams in the past. You've got to get everything uh, uh, to go right there. And he did. And so I'm really happy with what he did at Tulane. And I think he's going to do an amazing job at UH. I just hope they get a really good offensive coordinator. And of all the names that were out there, uh, I wanted him or I wanted UTSA. That that was, you know, if I could have picked. And, you know, Willie's 63. So that's still young for those of us who are younger than that, barely. Um, but, you know, how long is, is that going to last? And um, I, I'm just uh, – I have no real concerns about this. I think he'll come in and do well. I mean, it's a big step up for him. We saw that with Dana. Dana couldn't handle it. And, you know, I, I think, uh, and I will say this, and I mentioned this before on the pod, uh, I, I love Dana to death. Uh, we've killed more than a few brain cells together, but there was no way he could come back. I mean, it was just once you lose the fan base and, man, you start seeing all these empty seats, and it wasn't just the fan base. He lost – the alumni base, uh, beyond Tillman. And everybody thinks Tillman's the only guy because Tillman's out front. I will say this about UH. There's a lot of billionaires over there putting money into the program. And I just think it was, uh, it was time. And I think that uh, this is a good move for the University of Houston. I, I, I'm hoping that he can turn it around to a bowl team next year. Uh, although we still don't know how the Big 12 schedule is going to look. And it uh, it's going to be a fun conference. It really is. I'm really intrigued by uh, Arizona 
based on what they did at the end of the year. We know Utah is always good. Um, and, you know, who knows what Dion's going to do at Colorado. Uh, it, it will be interesting. I mean, right now, I, I would take them on the schedule. But especially with his kid going to the NFL – and um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be a, a pretty decent conference. I think it'll be the only thing it's missing that the ACC has is that Bell Cal University, which is Florida State. But we also just saw that, well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything, right? And and the other thing I will throw out about this, we've said all along. I mean, college football is evolving into the Big Ten and the SEC. And when you look at it, uh, guess who's going to be in those conferences next year? This final four, as it is next year, all Big Ten, all SEC, two and two. Because uh, Texas and Alabama will be in the same conference, and of course, Washington and Michigan. So when we get to 12, which I still think is too many, I mean, we're going to be arguing over 12 and 13, right? It's like, uh, oh, should this team get in? Should LSU get in? And... Um, that will be that will be the big argument next year, but I think for University of Houston, the the goal should be, I mean, you can't win four games, man. Come on, and and Dana had three losing seasons. One of them was intentional when he redshirted everybody, but then they came back the next year and sucked. And uh, you just can't do that. I mean, this is a program that should be able to win eight games in the Big Twelve, and that's you know, hopefully that's where Willie Fritz gets them. Uh, I'm excited about the hire. I uh, really expect them to be better next year. And we'll see how recruiting goes. And the transfer window opens on Monday. And they're going to have to bring in some guys, because especially defensively. But I, I'd like to see kind of a high-profile OC or DC who's been a head coach before. Not that, that Willie needs that necessarily, but – you know, you each got some money to spend, so go get me a coordinator I've heard of. Uh, all right, so uh, some of the NFL plays. Uh, BC says uh, Wolverines plus 140, Tide plus 250, Horns plus 280, Huskies plus 700. I, you know what, I'll take, right now I'll take Texas plus 280, if you give me a bet on that. Um, I think I, I think that's a team that has really figured it out. And I'm, I'm interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see if we get a Texas-Alabama rematch. Um, anyway, so uh, NFL today, uh, BC says he loves Arizona Moneyline at plus 260. Uh, I agree. We're in, a, we're in a group together where we pick five games every week. We both loved uh, Arizona this week. And, um, yeah, so I, I think this is going to be a very, very fun stretch here of sport. And, um, you know, the uh, the reality is this, this is kind of a big day. So that's why I wanted to pop on for a little bit, uh, give you my thoughts on the playoff, give you my thoughts on, uh, on Willie going to UH. And it's real interesting because we talked about this on the pod. I think A&M did a nice job getting Mike Elko. He would have been my first choice there. Now, that, that doesn't mean any of these guys work out, right? Willie could come here and suck. Uh, it, it can happen. But I, I don't think that's going to be the case. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a very interesting offseason. You just got to see what they do in the transfer portal. And, um, you know, because the recruiting, I think we've talked about this. They were like 101st. Uh, that's not going to win. Not in the Big 12. 
So, you know, they've got to recruit better. Uh, I, I don't know what happened there with Dana and his staff, but it, it just felt like they quit caring and really weren't putting the effort into it and just gave up. Which, hey, sometimes in life you do that. But, you know, and, and the whole thing about, well, I've got all this money left on my contract, that just screams to me, you know, you're, you're just kind of playing out the string. And that's, uh, that's not acceptable. So I, I do think, and for Tulane, I, I, I wish them the best. I, I will say this, I hated that it came out yesterday during the game. Because uh, the same thing happened to UH with Kevin Sumlin. If you guys remember, Kevin had already taken the Aggie job and, and basically uh, blew off the entire championship week and Southern Miss kicked their ass in a game that never, that should have never happened. And uh, uh, so that was, uh, that sucked for us. And so I, I didn't like that they reported it during the game. And I actually knew about this on Friday. And, you know, if I were one of those guys that would, uh, come out and tweet something, I would have done it. But I also felt like, you know what, man, let the guy play his game out. And, uh, you know, he, and they did. I, I, they didn't win. I actually bet SMU because one of the things that I know happens is once that distraction comes out that you're not going to be as focused. And I know a lot of you guys have already moved from one job to another, right? You're already thinking about the next job, even though you've, you've got to go through your two weeks notice. And you think about what you're going to do. And it's hard to go in there and really give it your all. And I'm not saying that's what happened, but um, but sorry, I guess I'm allergic to uh, being up this early on a Sunday. But um, no, the, 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 the reality is, is you're, you're not going to be as focused. Kids see social media. They know it distracts them. And, you know, I thought he did as good a job as he could to kind of uh, keep it together, but then all the stuff comes out after after we know what's happening. Like a lot of the the New Orleans paper was tweeting out, but oh, he said he was going to be here for 20, 10 years and all this. You know, things change. You get better opportunities, and you know what if what if Harbaugh leaves and Michigan came calling him next week, and he left? Do you think I'd be mad about that? I mean, it's better opportunity, and so in life we we should get better opportunities. And uh, I, I just wish it'd been handled better, but. Anyway, so I think he's going to be a very good coach for UH. I think it's going to be a fun college football playoff. Anybody got more uh, betting questions? I'll, I'll do another minute or so here, so pop them up uh, for the NFL today. Uh, but, yeah, the, the ones I like, I like Arizona. I like, I like Denver to cover. But uh, Bear, Brother Bear hadn't been on this early since the Matt Dean days. Yeah, it feels weird, right? Um, I'm catching everybody on the way to church probably. But um, – and no noon Texans game today kind of throws me off. I got to wait till three. So usually on Sundays, we go over to uh, PJ's where we do the show sometimes. And everybody does a potluck. And there's this woman there who's just a wonderful cook. And so one, one week we had uh, gumbo. One week we had uh, grilled oysters. And just watch the, uh, the Texans game. So, um, and then, you know, wander home and. Bring some of it to the dog, not the gumbo. She, but she was over there with me when we did the grilled oysters, and believe me, she loved the grilled oysters. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get them away from her. But uh, anyway, so that's usually what we do on a Sunday. 
Uh, but yeah, and you know, I love the idea of maybe popping on and doing, you know, 10, 15 minutes of NFL betting on Sundays now. If you guys would like that, I'm happy to do it. We've got a lot of cool stuff happening with the Falcon cast uh, expansion. Big new sponsor, like I said, Midtown Bar and Grill. We'll be over there tomorrow. And um, Eve is going to join me and we'll talk about how uh, upstairs we're going to. Uh, he's remodeling that. She's going to start doing comedy shows up there. I'm going to do, start doing concerts up there. Uh, it's going to be fantastic, but uh, uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I'm still working on who my co-host will be. Uh, I've reached out to two people, so first one to say yes gets to do it. Um, but it, it'll be a fun show, and we'll we'll dive into this a little deeper. I want to get some other opinions uh, besides mine, but I just kind of want to share them this morning because, you know, as soon as I saw the playoff field and I saw that uh, UH had made a hire, I just felt like it'd be a good idea to pop on with you guys and Thank you all so much for joining me this morning. And, um, you know, I, I will be back tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. And uh, I hope you guys have a great, great football Sunday. And I hope you had a great weekend all the way around. Love every one of you. Thank you so much for being supportive. I will uh, talk to you tomorrow. Until then, stay sportsy. Gulf Coast Badasses.